You want to skip life advice today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about anything off the podcast? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Zero Lives podcast, where we play, review, and discuss all things video games. As always, I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. And I'm Dewey. And we are sleepy today, if you couldn't tell by the... Oh, Brandon. <laughs> it's like we're all kind of low, low energy. I think we're tired, guys. Yeah. It just happens, you know? Yeah, man. I'm sure you guys get it. So many games to play. It's a rough life being a gamer. <laughs> it is rough. Yeah, real rough. So last week, we decided that we would talk this week about the Cult of the Lamb DLC, The Relics of the Old Faith. Um, as well as a couple other games that we've kind of gotten recently on our radar from uh, our trip to PAX East. So let's just start off with Cult of the Lamb DLC. Um, I played a very, very little bit of, and uh, just due to when we are recording this, we haven't really gotten a chance to really dive into that. So we will keep you guys updated when we get a little bit more into that. But the update seems pretty substantial, which is pretty cool. Like I thought it was going to be just kind of like a couple new things or whatever. Yeah. Just to just say they not just to say they release content, but But it's like here's some content to keep keep you going like a little bit. But they first free major update. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Yes. Say that's what it is. Yeah. Great. Which I love. Great on them. I do love um, free DLC. Absolutely. It's the best. You get yeah. more shit to you. And it doesn't it doesn't feel like it was taken away to add in later. Exactly. Exactly. Especially in this case. Yeah. You know. So they uh added the big thing is they added a new storyline that begins when you complete the base game. So that's pretty cool. Uh there are somewhere around almost forty new relics with uh you know various powers that haven't really been explored i know one of them is like a heart die that it it almost feels a little bit more like the binding of isaac okay where there's like a usable like a consumable thing that like recharges over time um that you can get which is pretty cool and i think that is when i when i think about having it and then thinking back on not having that it seems like a glaring omission to the base game like you don't have a thing that just recharge like you use to damage all enemies in the yeah. room and then it recharges over the next couple of little chambers or whatever. Like that seems like a staple of that type of game. Um, and now that is in the game. So it's very cool. And with that comes a new like vendor. So we have those get the kind of like bird or whatever looking guys. Yeah. Uh, there's like the this tarot guy yeah. and the, the shop guy. And this is the, it's like the sister of them and they're, just nuts it's like really funny they're just like i'm gonna steal your bones eventually and make a relic out of you and stuff like that it's like okay man no you're talking to right now like i literally like killed everybody in this forest kind of thing and they're like yeah but one day like it's pretty cool basically when you get into it after you've completed the base game all of the areas lock again i think and then you have to go through like the dark wood and then like kind of in order again and re beat the bosses like they kind of got a second wind or something like that so it's not like a huge change 
um, to the game. It's just almost like new game plus right inside of the game with keeping your cult the way it is and kind of keeping all your progression similar to, to that of a new game plus typically, but it just kind of continues in a, in a cool way. So I thought that was neat. I think that works better for their format just because you have the whole cult aspect of the game. So like rebooting the game or doing new game plus would, would kind of suck for that aspect because you already yeah. made your whole town. Yeah, exactly. There are, uh, I think, 16 new mini bosses in new crusades, which is pretty cool. So that's like a whole yeah. 16 is like, that's pretty substantial. That's nice. Because yeah, they only had, I think, one or two free cherry, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 So there's that stuff. There's a couple new characters that give you new quests and uh, um, a new shop that that you use God tiers to purchase things from which is very reminiscent to me of like hollow Knight kind of thing. Like that seems pretty neat. Um, uh, new uh, forgotten commandment stones. So there's kind of like, you can use those to get things that you didn't get in the past. Cause there was like, you can only make your cult kind of one of two choices yeah. each time you upgrade something. So that's nice. Uh, there's some new necklaces, new tarot cards, stuff like new critters, stuff like that. Just kind of new everything. Um, just a little bit more of everything about Cult of the Lamb. So, you know, I could go down this whole list of, of things, uh, but it's basically just if you like Cult of the Lamb, it's a more much more stable game now. For example, if you listen to our review, uh, you'll know that it wasn't the smoothest game despite being so fun. Yeah. But like one of the things I got locked out of a trophy because I couldn't actually visit the lonely shack which is like the first area you should unlock but something happened in my game where it never actually unlocked that location to travel to uh as soon as i booted up the game it gave me the trophy immediately and said like hey you can now go to this area almost in a way that was like sorry the game was broken before like here's the area like it gave like the whole like new area unlocked kind of thing which was i which was nice it was like oh yeah i kind of forgot about that and i was actually more thinking about the snails for you, Dewey, yeah. that um, now should be much more... Easy to get. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I did everything, so... Right, right. You, yeah, a while ago, right? I, I saw... Yeah, I did it whenever it came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the combat uh, rework to some of the things I think is nice because it, it was a lot of fun, but I just wanted to see that a little bit more developed, so that yeah. has another level to it to make it more fun and adding harder dungeons too that's i think that's a really good move yeah for sure i mean just there is like new enemy types uh harder levels of those dungeons when you beat the base game but they also added purgatory which is basically a boss rush i think that's sick type of thing which is really cool so that's that's pretty neat that's yeah they definitely learned i don't know if that was like the plan initially like we want to implement the stuff later on or whatever but they've it seems like they put in enough Good, like good things to fix it and make it more. It seems like they really listened to yeah. what fans of the game like wanted and thought it needed. Definitely went upon that. Yeah, and that is like, we see it time and time again. Like successful games do that. That's all you can ask for is <laughs> to, if the fans are saying this would make your game better. I would like to see this. Give it a shot, man. Yeah, like, and yeah, please work on it. Like even in a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't even have to be a patch to the, like an existing game, but just knowing that the fans are being heard is it means so much. You know, it really does. Like, and, I, and we can say that firsthand because that's us, you know, yeah. and it means a lot. And when companies 
I don't know if they just outright ignore feedback like that or if it seems like they do. I probably the biggest offender is like Game Freak, you know, like with the Pokemon games, like they're so slow to adapt things that people would be asking for something in like 2013 and then it's implemented in like 2020. It's like, dude, that's too too long. It's so that, far off that doesn't even we don't even care anymore. Exactly. It's like we're we're so far past that quality of life update <laughs> that would catch you up with like other modern games yeah. that we have a whole new list of things that we want now. But that might just be a symptom of their release schedule. They're always working on games way ahead. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. It's I, it's nice to I have think that. That's like a, a thing of like an indie studio, they come out with like a game and that that game is like their baby. Like they're yeah, gonna do yeah. whatever they can to like keep it going and like get people to play it. Whereas like Game Freak, they get so much money. It doesn't matter what yeah, they yeah, do, they're they gonna put out another game, everyone's gonna buy it. Yeah. They don't fucking care. I, I would agree too, even with uh like a fucking Call of Duty, one of like yeah. Activision Blizzard, one of the worst for specifically the Activision side. Like mm-hmm. they put out a game and it's like this, you know, whatever fans like, oh, I'd like to see this like changed or updated. And they're like, oh, we're not doing that. And you'll wait three months for an update that does nothing and yep. you'll like it. That breaks everything. <laughs> like yeah. everything you liked already, we're going to yeah. break in the update. And That's then exactly add- why I'll pick an indie game over like a AAA oh. studio anytime. Yeah. 100%. Because they don't like, care about their games. and Unless it's like a good AAA studio that like, yeah, uh, you know, like consistently you can tr- delivers trust from the past. I but feel you know, like I feel like I'm like more consistently like blown away by like an indie game over 100 percent like these big triple A games that are coming out. Yeah. And then to think that it was built by such a small team you know, in addition, it's like the game itself tends to be more impressive. And then you think about like. The, oh shit, the like, team. Yeah, like yeah. 15 people made this or 20 yeah. or whatever it is yeah. rather than like a thousand yeah, it, it's amazing. And like even uh, like I know No Man's Sky had, certainly had a rough launch, but yeah. like at the time of launch, it was an incredibly small studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is. That game is so good now. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Like the things even at launch, what they pulled off being such a small studio is really a impressive. It's quite the feat, you know, like and now having all the updates that make it so grand and kind of like beyond what they initially promised it it did take longer you know it certainly took a few years longer than they kind of promised but like they are still updating and still making it better and the same thing goes for uh a lot of indie games like look at undertale and delta rune isn't that made by like a team of less than like five people i think so one guy isn't it yeah like one guy and uh temi or whatever. Tammy. She she's uh also a part of it. It's like Toby Fox and like one or two other people. Oh. It's it's a, like amazing. You yeah. know, like those it's a narrative masterpiece, but even the gameplay is it's so simple, but like it is done so well. It, it, you can see the creativity and the love that went into it, which is so impressive. And then you have games that I mean, I don't know, some Big triple A games come out and they're just broken and then they just stay broken. It feels like, I don't know, maybe if there's so many people in the studio, they can just be lazier with it where it's like someone will get that and like no one fixes it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like what, they can't fire all of us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like until um, buys them and then closes their studio. But how do you guys uh, We get some of the reviews are out now too. I guess feeling about the Star Wars game because there's some omit. There's like things that I did not like in the last one. 
that I right. glad that they added, which is like, I, I was kind of nice travel. to see from, from, uh, you know, a bigger studio actually change certain things. Yeah. Like fast travel being in there is very important. Yeah. I actually haven't seen anything except like the reveal trailer. Okay. So I, I didn't watch any reviews. I just saw some review scores, which look, you know, the, pretty good. Like the game's not even out yet as of recording this, but like early reviews are out and it's looking pretty critically acclaimed, which is great. I think most of the things that I wanted out of that game, they pretty much implemented. Again, I, I haven't really like seen uh, like a full review or anything. I've just like looked a little bit, but um, fast traveling, biggest mm-hmm. thing. A little bit more openness with some of the maps. I don't know if there's going to be parts that are like their linear way that they have. And then like there's parts that open up. I'm not sure exactly how yeah. that works. I or it might be like an, a technically open world type thing, yeah. but it's still incredibly linear. You know, like there's a right yeah. way to go kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure on that exactly, but it's they said it was a little bit more open. So that's that's, that's good. Really cool. it, especially if you have fast travel, like it doesn't matter because I like their levels a lot. Right. Um, they add a little bit more stances and stuff. I don't know exactly what they're. I think there's like five, but that's cool. Um, that's cool because the combat was good, but like seeing a little bit more more developed is nice. Yeah. Um, you can have mounts. I don't know how many different ones there's going to be, but that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That that kind of... That it, makes me think it's more way more open. Yeah, yeah. That that goes to show the size of the world, you know? Because if it was the same size as Fallen Order, they give you a mount. It's yeah, like, there's no... You can't... What's the point? It doesn't work. Yeah. Not that Fallen Order was a small <laughs> game by any means. You no, know, but, the, but they designed it for you to be walking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's wicked cool. I'm I'm really curious about the actual narrative. You know, I, like I said, I don't really know anything about it. I just know that Cal looks pretty weathered at this point. Yeah. He's not that kind of baby-faced yeah. force user anymore. He's a little bit more dark. And I, I would really like it if there was a karma system. I haven't heard anything about that, and I feel like that would have been, like, a talking point. Yeah, I think that, so, too. You so know, I don't assume that there is. Right. So it's probably just a standard uh, narrative. But it would be cool if you can kind of choose light or dark. I have a feeling it's going to be like uh, he's going to be struggling, you know, like on the line. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be like something you make a choice. I feel like it's just going to be like he does it. The narrative of it. Yeah, I can see that for sure. See, I would actually really like that. And, you know, I'm certainly not like the biggest Star Wars fan. So I'm sure that this is some type of controversial opinion. Um, But it'd be cool to see like a. A Jedi, well, Je- even using the term Jedi is kind of a loaded gun, but like uh, seeing Cal waver between the light and dark in his actions and never truly picking like I'm all good or I'm all evil or whatever, because that's the trope in Star Wars. Like the Jedi are like these pure people that are supposed to uphold all of the good things in the world and the Sith are like your typical bad guys, you know, but that like we've seen people switch sides. Yeah. But like it took Anakin killing an entire like village. Like that's, that's a lot, man. Like some people just do kind of shitty things, but that doesn't make them a bad person at heart. And sometimes like really, really like not great people can do compassionate things or have like a good reason to do Things like that. I would really like to see Cal's story kind of waver in between and have him be like a fallible hero. Yeah, I, I would like that. I because I don't I don't think we'll really get a lot of that out of the movies because I no. know they're you know doing more now also. But yeah. 
I agree with you. Um, I don't, for some reason, I kind of mentioned this before too. I, I really want to play that, but I don't, I can't justify in my head spending like full price on that game. I don't, I don't really know why. Cause I like the last one a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's a solo story game that it might be kind of long. I don't know. I guess hours wise. Yeah. I haven't looked at it. That might sway me to do it. If it's like, yeah. Oh, this is like, you know, got to wear Ragnarok. Like, what was that fucking 40, 50 hours? Cause that's like a lot of game, but I don't think it's that long. Yeah. Even if it was, it's just, that might only get me because right now I don't have anything big that I'm playing. Well, I can't. It do, might. But. Yeah. It might kind of be the thing to play. Yeah. I haven't quite decided if I'm going to uh, grab it day one. Let's be honest. I'm probably going to get it, grab it day <laughs> one just because I'm, I'm, I'm going to see it on the store and yeah. be like, I want to play it now <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, you know. But if we don't have an episode out uh, very, very soon. You know, for it, we will cover it. It'll, it'll, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely cover it. It just may not be quite as quickly as we usually do. New releases, big new releases like that. So unless you guys want that, you know, like if you really want to hear our thoughts on Jedi Survivor, like as soon as possible, let us know. It takes me one, one person tells me to buy it. I'll buy it. I, I was going to say, <laughs> like, honestly, if anybody wants to hear it, man, like that'll be in my mind. That's enough yeah. to go like, oh, you got to get it. I, I you know, like, it. oh, if you're making me, you know, something like that. But, you know, if, if nobody seems to care all that much, I might just wait a couple of weeks or something. Just yeah. save a little bit for it. Yeah, I don't know. We we're talking a little bit before, too. There's other games that you've been playing or that were on a radar before. Yeah, yeah. So we went to Dewey and I went to PAX East. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago now. Um, but now that some of the games that we saw there are actually releasing, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know that we really covered that all that much. Um, unfortunately, Brandon, you couldn't make it this year, but probably in the future. And yeah. when we go again, we'll, we're going west, going PAX West. Yeah, I, wanna, I don't know. I just want to go to Seattle. So, yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, but we saw some cool games. Um the the first game that I was kind of thinking about talking about uh, is Wild Frost, and that is by Chucklefish Games. They are uh, famous for making Stardew Valley. Um, not that this is a Stardew Valley type game at all. It's actually a deck builder, uh, a roguelike deck builder, and it's reminiscent of Slay the Spire or Vault of the Void or yep. Monster Train, those kind of things. Uh, however... As of right now, and it only launched uh, maybe a week or two ago, the balance is so skewed where, like, a lot of reviews say it, I think, really well that, like, as soon as you start a run within that first kind of, like, area, you know if you're, like, beating that run or if you have no fucking chance of beating that run, which is not good. For me, um, I only put I played this at PAX, and it was... I'd say probably my favorite game that I played there because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, what makes you think or what makes you feel that way? Like, is there certain like characters that are just better or is it just like a relics or something? Is your that deck random each run or you get a no. captain or y- yes. whatever, commander, whatever. Yes. It is? You get a commander that <laughs> that's the thing. Like there are three, you start with one, you unlock another one and then you unlock mm-hmm. the third one. Um, like tribes, that that kind of dictates your starting deck. So no matter what commander you choose, you have one of three starting decks, and then you can add cards to those decks, typically from a pool of, like, those decks' cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that, like, the commander you start with has an ability, and 
the commander is random like every time. Yeah. Like you don't just get to pick like in Slay the Spire, um, the ironclad, right? Like the silent. Yeah. Or defect. The defect. And they have an ability and their carries through and their deck. But instead you have like a random leader that does something kind of random with a different health and attack stat and like a sub thing. Like sometimes it's like uh, restore three health on a kill. Or something like that, which is like, cool. that's that's cool. Or like smack back. One of the commanders has like, it's based in frost or snow or whatever, right? Yes, yes. And like, so are you saying like you could get cards that don't build snow with that commander? Yes. That sucks. That's like, that yes. seems like a crazy, like uh, nobody. Like, you know. usually have, I just want to point out that it's still up to the player choice. Like they okay. usually give you enough option yeah. to like when you get like a new um companion or whatever they call it they l- allow you to choose from three yeah. if you're going like the snow guy yeah. there's probably going to be one of those companions to choose from has some type of snow ability okay but like there are also the options to like somebody would just like heal your team or yeah. something and other useful things which is nice but there are some like relics um or even charms like relics or relics treasures i think just regular cards that you would play or whatever like some of them like if you get a certain one it's like this is gonna be easy now like i have this in my deck a couple of the really good ones that i found is like uh increase health by four and it's not a one-time use per combat oh you can just keep doing it you just keep doing it every time you draw it okay so like that's awesome every time yeah yeah um and then there's like another one that is does like eight damage which is like kind of crazy for like a card to do and yeah, most of the health are like four or less and then the elites or the champions were like what 15 or something like that if that for the first area okay this is where my actual problem with the game comes in first area i almost always clear with no problem the second area there and there's i think there's like two maybe three bosses that it could be yeah. for each area or something like that um there's this one in the second or maybe the third area i can't remember uh that it's like a monkey guy that builds rage or like spice or something like that okay. where every time he's hit it gives all combatants in the entire thing like plus 5 damage like you only have so much health. Yeah. So like if I'm doing and that's great because every time I hit him, it's giving you do five more, five more. And you're like, I've gotten up to like over 50 damage in one hit kind of thing from that. Yeah. But if an enemy and by the way, the the way that attacks go is you can play attack cards from your hand. But the your companions and like your team out on the field have like a countdown. So like from turns and then at the end of their countdown, they'll attack or whatever. Whoever's in their lane. Right. Exactly. But if like the enemy cards, if you don't kind of like really plan it out right and like get rid of certain cards, it could just stack up, which it usually does to me that there is literally no way you can avoid one turn of them in the boss guy that like increases damage when he's hit. He has 80 health. And like he starts with like a really low attack thing. But dude, it got to the and he attacks five times when he attacks. Oof. So it's whatever his attack is at. And then 
he just attacks everybody on your side. You have six slots. Yeah. So, like, even if you filled up the max six slots, like, he's doing, like, the other night, I almost killed him, but that meant that he had, like, 40 damage and just wiped me. Like, there was literally nothing I could do, and that seems to happen too much. And even when I have gotten, like, pretty far in a run, it just ends up coming down to something where I'm like, I literally can't do anything. Like, there's no win scenario for me in this <laughs> And that's really frustrating. I, yeah, that doesn't even sound like it's like, like you can't learn how to beat that. Exactly. You just have to plan so, so well, but also get lucky enough to fight the boss that you're planning for. Yeah. You know, because there are like different little abilities for the boss. Like one could be every time that you hit the boss, it's damage increases, which is kind of scary. Or it's like whenever... Anybody on in combat gets like frozen, their damage increases. Mm. It's like, well, if I'm not using a snow build, yeah, then the, they're not going to be a threat or whatever. But like, I need to hit him, you know. So if I get the one where like whenever you hit him, the damage increases. It's like you're just building a giant glass cannon that can wipe you in one turn, you know. Like that's I don't know. It just seems like they could balance it a little bit better. But I do want to throw out there that I have had so much fun playing this fucking game. Like I've I've sunk, it had to be probably at least 20 hours into it. And like, usually it ends with me going, this game's bullshit and quitting. (laughs) And then like an hour later, I'll just go like, oh, that was fun. I want to play that again kind of thing. So it certainly has a lot of potential, but I just feel like it needs to be a little bit tweaked. You know, I have a stance with roguelikes. I don't know how, like, I don't know how you guys feel. I, I mentioned it before. I feel like you should be able to win every time if you play it right. Yes. I get that it's random and that is the fun of it too. But like I also want to be able to, I want to be given the tools. Yes. Yes. I don't know. That was something that you I think you had an idea that I liked a lot that I think we were talking about Slay the Spire and how some builds are so reliant on chance that like you're offered a certain card that you need to like complete a certain build in your deck that uh, like once you beat it so many times or something, it should like guarantee you like a card of your choice to just start in your deck or at least say like by the end of act two, you will have this card. You can at least be given the choice of this one specific card. That way you're not trying to like build a, uh, like a barricade deck. And, you and then you get, never get yeah. barricade, yeah. you know, and like you've built this defense heavy deck that is essentially useless because you can't do enough damage and you can't carry your block over yeah. from turn to turn. So, you know, I, I think just a little bit because you're right. I mean, the nature of roguelikes is that you're not going to win every time, but I don't want to be I don't want to feel like I couldn't win. Yeah. Every single time. You know what I mean? Even in like the beginning of a game, I'm not a huge fan of like your first run when it's like destined to fail. Like you can't get like past a certain point in like your first couple runs. Yeah, the that game frustrates like, me. You know, like, no, you're, you know, like you're supposed to lose here or something. It's like, if I'm doing well enough. Yeah, just let me do it, man. Play the game, man. Like, just yeah. let me play the game. I don't know. Sometimes it works in a narrative sense. Uh, and that is a little bit more easily forgiven for me. But like. I don't know. Yeah. So like Wild Frost is a lot of fun. Um, And they have uh, two days after launch, they're like, we're going to balance it. Like we've heard everybody. That, I mean, and that's like, good that they yes. kind of were on it. Have they done any game in this style? Have they done any roguelikes or deck builders? Because if not, I kind of get how you could 
not do it balanced. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you if can they, study other games. Well, I mean, have, like, they, have they done anything like that? Because not that I know of, but I, you know, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Okay. Because I think I only know them from like Stardew Valley yeah. and maybe one other. I, I don't know. I can forgive that a little bit because yeah, you can yeah. like learn from other games and then be like, I think this feels good and put it out there and they'll be like, fuck, yeah. it's not. Yeah, absolutely. A, a smaller team of 30 people testing it or however many yep. versus, you know, thousands or tens of thousands or millions of people playing at the same time. Yeah. You're going to find those problems a lot faster. Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, especially coming out two days after launch and being like, we've heard you. Yeah, we are fixing it like we're working on balancing. But also, what else would you guys like to see? Like yeah. two days after launch, they're like, what can we That's work great. on? Which is so cool. Um like a lot of people have said like alternate art for cards like Slay the Spire has, uh, which is really cool. Dude, uh, their, their beta cards are so funny. Yeah, I love it. You know, like that kind of like meta, yeah. like acknowledging yourself and acknowledging yeah. memes and stuff like that. I think it's really cool for players. And there's also uh, a, a big want in the community for like damage previews kind of thing. Like when you're about to do something, it would show you like a preview of like what effect it will actually have that makes sense that way you can plan a little bit better like right now you can do the math in your head or whatever and but like every now and then something like a turn will happen and i'll just die and i'll be like i didn't even fucking notice that like because i did see yes exactly so yeah i I think they've uh they're definitely going to update it um fairly soon i think so i would i would recommend keeping wild frost on your radar if anybody likes deck builders uh, I, th- I believe it's on Steam and Switch. Yeah, I think already. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, another game at PAX that uh, we took a look at was Strayed Lights. Um, that one's kind of interesting. It's on Steam right now. I don't know if it's on anything else, but it's very like parry focused, where it's kind of like an advent action adventure souls like ish type of thing where your main offense is trying to parry between two colors. So like there's orange attacks and blue attacks, I think. Uh, and then whatever attack is coming at you, you have to respond with like a specific color. I can't remember if it's the same color or the opposite. Or the opposite. Yeah. Um, and that does damage to them kind of thing. Uh, and then I, I think they throw in like purple, which is like, you just have to evade or something like that, which is kind of cool. Uh, that just came out like as of recording this like yesterday. So I haven't played that, um, but it's on my radar. I'm kind of interested in playing a little bit more of that because we saw the demo at PAX, but that seemed kind of cool. Uh, the art style is really neat. It reminds me of like Ori in the Blind Forest, but it's not. I don't believe it's 2D. I think it's 3D, but that one's kind of cool. Another game that just released that I picked up is called After Image, which is a Metroidvania. It reminds me a little bit of Hollow Knight, almost like uh child of light is was that the game mm-hmm. remember that it kind of reminds me of that but it's not turn-based um it's just straight up metroidvania and it's been a lot of fun so far I, what little i played there's no chance you're getting me to play it that's metroidvania. fair yeah that's fair it's not um happening. yeah <laughs> but a lot of the reviews were like if you like hollow knight or blasphemous or i didn't like those types of things like no you might want to pick this up so i was like oh i like those Let's do it. So I've been having fun so far. That's cool. But if you don't like Metroidvanias, this one is certainly not going to change your mind. It's yeah. very straightforward, very just standard Metroidvania. Maybe one day in like 10 years, I'll, I'll grow up. Silk Song, dude. Maybe Silk Song could turn it around for you. Yeah, but I didn't like Hollow Knight that much. Nah, well, you got to give it a shot. I did. 
No, you got to give it like a better shot. I give it two shots. You give it three shots. I gave fucking The Witcher three, five shots. Yeah. Yeah. And did you like it? No. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I just don't think I, I don't think it's for me. Yeah, that's fair. It's very easy to get lost and it's super frustrating. Like I, I had to, I think it took me three times to get into Hollow Knight. So. Maybe I get third it. time's a charm. Maybe third time's a charm, but you know, if you're ever bored enough, I'd say I give can, it another shot. But yeah. if you don't, I don't blame you at all. You know, maybe I should give a uh, Metroid Dread another shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll change your opinion for I sure. I think so. <laughs> um, what else was that? that was pretty cool i don't know my i had notes in my phone with them but i got a new phone so all my notes are gone i actually found this out yesterday when i went to look for something and i was like oh i didn't transfer those over oh that sucks i lost everything i had like other random shit in there like anytime i hear about a movie or if i see it like a thing for a movie even if it's older i'm like i gotta write this down so i remember to watch this yeah i had like 40 movies in there that i wanted to watch at some point all gone gone never gonna watch this i'm never gonna watch them yeah it's over uh, some other ones now that I'm, I've, you just reminded me, I have a list on my phone yeah. that I just didn't You're remember. Welcome. Uh, doom blade that seems pretty cool. I'm just going to kind of list these. Like and we all have to talk to, what was that? And then enunciate a single I don't consonant. Know. I don't even know what to talk about. All right. Uh, doom blade seems pretty cool. Um, bomb sorters. You basically, it's kind of like, uh, like ping pong with a bomb okay. kind of thing. You're like hitting bombs at each other. That seemed kind of cool. When's the game you made me play come out? Was it Vernal Edge? No, the girl. Oh, God. <laughs> Gal Gun Returns yeah. or something? When's that come out? I think that might be out. Yeah. Dewey's a big fan of that. I loved it. That was awesome. That was fucking hilarious. To, I, I was like, play this game, dude. He's like, all right, cool. Just like, I just want to play a game or whatever. It was Gal Gun where you just shoot like girls. Like it's like a rail shooter and you just shoot them and they go, ah. It's hilarious. He was just like drawing a crowd because nobody wanted to be the one to play it. Yeah, nobody was nobody was on it, and he's like, "Oh, nobody's on that game. You should play it." He's like, "Yeah, I'll play. All right, I'll play a game." Soon as as soon as I got on there, though, like everybody that walked by was like, "Hmm, super funny." Yeah. Uh, The uh, what was it called? Um, Demon School. We played the demo for that. I fucking hated it. That game sucked. I do. Like I don't want to trash a game. I do. It's uh very. It seems like a really cool type of game and i think it was done well it's just totally not my type of game yeah they made it well it's just it's not for me yeah it's oh it reminds me a little bit of fire emblem but way harder like almost to me it was impossible you have to be like a chess genius i don't know um or just smarter than me which is not hard uh one that i'm really looking forward to is super raft boat together Dude, that which is <laughs> the worst title in the world but like it is basically what it felt like is uh almost Enter the gungeon, very limited. Enter the gungeon, but you're on a raft and you constantly have to like rebuild the broken raft. And there's just like waves of enemies kind of coming in. Uh, and it's like co op, it's super fun. It was like really stupid and really fun. And it looks like Enter the Gungeon a little bit yes. and plays like it. And just you know, you get like between waves, you like go on a little boat and like buy upgrades <laughs> or whatever. Only a dumb little like co op game, yeah. Not that it's, it was fun, but. Just like a very simple co-op yeah. thing. Yeah, it was very cool. I don't know. Uh, what'd you say? Those get me always. Even like uh, something like Overcooked or right. like, uh, was it Castle Crashers? Dungeon Defenders, one of those ones. One of those, yeah. So, I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Crimson with a K. This is a weird one. It's oh. basically just a platformer. Yeah. But it's like set in hell. 
and it's like terrifying and like super difficult. Like it's way, way over the top for like a regular platformer. Yeah, I liked that one a lot, but it was uh, I felt like I was tripping balls playing it. Yes. Well, that's what makes it hard, I think, because like the whole screen is like red. (laughs) Like it's the the color palette does not make seeing things easy. And it's like pretty, it's pretty trippy. Like, I don't know, like really high bassy. I feel like it was metal. I can't quite remember what it was, but music was intense also. So it's like, yeah, fucking putting pressure on you to platform. Yeah. And then the last one that I have on my list is ellipse. Um, E L Y P S E. That felt very much reminiscent to me of like Ori and the blind forest or, uh celeste even it's like a platformer that you basically just kind of use dashes to kind of get around and maneuver and it's the art style is beautiful it uh it really just kind of like ticked a bunch of boxes for me even being quite simple but i'm very much looking forward to ellipse so what backpack hero backpack hero uh, i thought would be really fun i i couldn't hate a game more just from the (laughs) the gameplay i played there at pax that's how it all right. Yeah, but when you guys were talking about Resident Evil 4 and like managing your backpack space, that's what the game is. Oh nice. But not right? fun. Picture but that's the picture, thing. but it's not fun. It's just like I didn't I didn't like it. Like that's yeah. the it's just something felt off about it. But if it ever goes it's it's already out, uh at least on Steam. Um yeah. if it ever drops in price to a really good price, I think I'll probably pick it up and try it again. Um because it's not expensive now. It's like Maybe 12 yeah, or 15 or something like that. I, I like the idea of it a lot, but yeah. it didn't feel, it wouldn't blow me away there. And right. I, I, mostly my issue was menu things. Yeah. Like the menu wasn't optimized to the buttons that I thought they should be. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't like change all the settings in a demo. So I was right. like, this game. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, like I tried to back out of things with circle or B or whatever it was. And yeah. it was just like, nah, you got to press triangle or, or like square or something. But yeah. then that would also square. just progress you to the next area at the same time. Yeah. And like you're in a menu and me- I don't know. It's just, it wasn't, it was like the a button was like triangle. Yeah. Or like Y or something. I was like, what do you do? Like, have yeah. you never played a game before? Like, it was just very strange. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and like, we knew that was uh, strange in hindsight because as soon as we were like, okay, cool. Like the person kind of like manning that area, they're like, what'd you think of the controls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, it didn't occur to me until later. I was like, oh, they and I suck. was, yeah, I was like, oh, they're terrible. But in the moment I was like, oh, this is very cool. Like I, yeah. I just, it was like the first game we played. And I don't want to be rude or anything, but yeah. I probably should have. It's hard to tell somebody that their game is. Couldn't you do that at PAX? No, I didn't. I had to avoid doing it because this man was like <laughs> 60 years old and he was like Eastern European. So like he, he was trying his hardest to like talk to me about it. And like, you know, like I could tell how much he loved this game. And he was like, like really stoked for me to be playing it. And I was just on like, it forever. Oh, yeah. God. And it like I just didn't. It was pandemic train. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just he was really stoked on it. And I was like excited. And he was like asking me all these things. And I just didn't I didn't have the heart to let him down to tell him that I just did not like it. Yeah. We met back up and you're like, I play the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried like, to oh, no. I wanted to stop. And then when I turned around that he was like, like, I could see his badge. Like, and he was yeah. like, you like it, right? And I'm yeah. like, fuck me, man. Yeah. And then he's just like, there's this and this. And I did this. And I've been working on this for this many years. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. You're like, this is my favorite game. And yeah. then you're like choking back vomit, like trying not to like lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, PAX was really cool. It'd be really fun to go uh, when we can all go. 
for sure. I, Even if we like split up, cause there was a, a big chunk of time that yeah. you and I split up and just kind of looked around on our own stuff. I, I would love to see a pack South or packs West because I haven't been to them and I've done East probably six years, mm-hmm. maybe five years. I've, I've done it quite a few times. Yeah. That's really cool because I, I mean, a lot of these games I never would have heard of. It's weird. It's weird in the culture today, like how fast games come out. Because like when I remember my first time I went, I was like, man, these games look awesome. And it took like a year plus for most of them to come out. A couple of them came out pretty soon. But yeah. when we went this time, it's like this game comes out next month. This game comes out next month. This game comes out. This game's out already or like whatever, yeah. which I don't know if it was just a scheduling thing where they had to book it so far in advance. Yeah. Kind of deal, but it could be. It's kind of nice though, because then you can see. Oh, I get to play something that comes out very soon, and I know. But sometimes it's nice to have things on the radar for like long term. But it, it felt like most of the games we played were like coming out very soon. Yeah, well, it's, it's there's a good portion of them that were like it's out right now. Yeah, like it just launched this week. Play it here, it's or like, it's like out. You know, it's in alpha, or like it's it's out in a pre-build, whatever kind yeah. of deal. Which is cool on one hand uh, that you can kind of like try it as a demo yeah. almost um, before you actually buy it. But at the same time, I think we were both of the same mind that was like, I want to play games that I can't, I, I can't yeah. play if I wanted to yeah, like when I leave or something like that. But it was a lot of fun. So cool stuff. New games on the, on our radar. Pretty neat. The more, the best. What's the, what's the number one game you're looking forward to that I'm looking forward to. I got to say like in general, yeah, in general. Or from... Just X. in general. I gotta say, man, I think it's Diablo 4. Dude, 100%. Dude, Diablo like, I, I don't know why. It's totally not my type of game, but for something... For some reason, Diablo just... Diablo 3 and Diablo 4, they they click with me. Yeah. Diablo 2, like, the re, the remake of it, I hate it. I li- Literally, I, I mean, can't play it. I absolutely hate it. It is, like, 20-something years old, so... Yeah, but, like, modernize it. And they did modernize a lot they of it. They did, but it's... At, at, at its core, it's... It's, it's old. 20-something-year-old game, so... Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the beta um, for... Four is awesome. For four. Yeah. I think May 12th through the 15th, there's yeah, another open beta. Uh, anybody, you, I highly recommend. Did you have to play that, Brandon? No, I didn't. So... Yeah, me, whatever, you have to try it. I know that's it's going to be, you know, you're probably going to be busy, but you have to. Okay. You don't have to play super long either. It's pretty. No, you have to. You play the whole weekend. I, <laughs> it's very fun, though. I really like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Star Wars, uh, of course, I'm excited to play. Don't know how, just how quickly I'm going to play it, you know, after launch. Um, and, of course, Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. That's true. Yeah, it it looks very much just like a pretty straight up sequel to Breath of the Wild, improving on things that were cool, kind of adding some new things. And I mean, visually, it looks almost identical because it is, <laughs> you know, like it's nothing. I don't think it's going to be anything like too over the top, like, whoa, this is groundbreaking or anything. But I like Breath of the Wild a ton, you know, given its flaws, like I, I totally acknowledge that. But I'm really excited for that one. What about you, Brian? What's in your what's your number one on your radar? Um probably Sea of Stars. Yo. I forgot that that's pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Is that August? I think May, isn't it? Oh my god, it's August. May? August. Maybe it's August. August. Oh man. I can't remember now. I hope it's August. Only because I'm gonna be I wanna play Diablo. Unless it comes out in May, and then I breeze through it fast enough to be 
playing Diablo in June. August, you're right. Nice. So we got, I'm almost we got like kind of glad. Yeah. Uh, because I can't wait for that. Game. That one's going to be so, awesome. So, so beautiful looking. And like, it just, it, it just scratches the nostalgia. I think that, that just the demo that's really out. good. Yeah. Yeah. So have you just given up hope? Cause you didn't say silk song. <laughs> I'm that's coming out by June. You know, I, I gotta be, I, I guess I'm going to have to face the truth right now. It's coming out by June. I, I don't see it coming out by June. What? Dude. I, no. It's just like, I, I know that sounds like, well, no shit kind of thing, but it's just weird that they would have announced that. I think it's and, coming out by June. And they've never said anything about a delay either. I like, want they've them never to, I want this game to be out and nobody talk. I want them to like, like shadow drop it, but like way more than like the regular, the, the regular stealth drop was like, Oh, it's out. No, I want them to put it out and not say a fucking word about it. And then and a then, week later, they're like, why has nobody played our game? No, just wait. And then it's just, it's just word of mouth. Just one person sees it in the store and they're like, it's out guys. And then, you know, I'm going to tell you, Anthony, that game's out. And you're like, no, it's fucking not. I haven't seen anything about it. And then yep. you don't believe me. I That's why I want them. And the first uh, article that comes up is Hollow Knight players abandon hope of promise song release <laughs> the, this June. The uh, yeah, the last there's another direct. There's literally another indie direct like last week, yeah, I know. and everybody's like, "It's time, it's happening," and it was nothing. Or it was like, I, "I think I'm just gonna, I give up, man. It's not happening." Yeah, it's just that like it, it seems strange to me because they said, and they didn't it's say. Gonna, it's like Xbox said yeah. they're like, "Yeah, by next." By June 23, it'll, you know, it'll be yeah, available on Game Pass or whatever. And maybe they meant June 32nd. It's gonna yeah. Come out, you know? Yeah. Right. Because it's just strange to me that they haven't come out and said, like, we're going to have to delay it. No new release date. Just like, a, you know, they will have to in July say, hey, by the way, we're it's going to come. Yeah. I, I think they're going to. I think it's going to be out by June. I would love that. Um, I think. I just feel like we're hilarious. just not going to hear anything about it. And yeah. it's just June's going to come and go and people are going to go where's Silk Song and then they're just going to go radio silent. Yep. They've already been radio silent, but I feel like even Xbox is going to be like be patient or just something super vague that I don't know. Yeah. I just By next June, yes. we trust us. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you're not getting that. You idiot. I, yeah, I just I'm going to kill you the day before it comes out. <laughs> 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 oh my god that's my life advice yeah don't wait for anything because i'll make sure you don't get it yeah that's good life advice uh my life advice is keep your hopes in check because the last thing i want to do is be so hyped on silk song that it doesn't live up to my crazy expectations that is going to be a bummer so i just have to like just go in and just be like, yeah, it's just, you know, more Hollow Knight or something. If it's even just more Hollow Knight, I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to be super happy with that. My hope is that it's going to be better, you know, like no I, I, I don't know if, but if it's like a little worse than Hollow Knight, I would understand it. I'm not going to be like salty, but if it's like, if for some reason it's like rushed, and like there's a bunch of rocks. That would be literally. <laughs> well, that would almost be impossible if it felt like it wasn't done yet. Yeah. I would think at this point. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like if they like had to just release it yeah. in June because of some contract and they were like, it's not really ready yet. You know, like that would be a really big bummer. I'd rather wait longer and have it be the way that. At this point, 
it's so far. It's been so long that you yeah. should take their time and just put, just wait till it's done. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that takes care of our little packs yeah. wrap up and kind of what's coming out soon. Be sure to join us next week where we talk about more video game stuff. Who knows what it'll be? Maybe <laughs> cult of the lamb. Maybe we're going to design our own perfect video game. Could be anything. Could be anything. It could be Jedi Fallen Order. We don't fucking know. It's not Jedi Fallen Order. It's probably not Jedi Fallen Order, but like it could be it could Man, be like a no, not a chance. Yeah, like a fruit tier list. You've been Banana. talking about that tier list for a while. Yeah, man. It's called Banana. Banana? Banana's number one. Top tier, yeah. No. Yes. Yes, they are. No, it's not. Yes, they are. And it's not even close. C. It like dwarfs everything else. C tier. No. Besides Easy. raspberries. Are you fucking kidding me? No, nah, I'm hundred percent. We can't give away too much about this fruit tier list. Yeah, you know, right now. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay Welcome. tuned. You can do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, man. <laughs> Versatile bread. What banana bread? Oh my god! <laughs> I was, I was like, like, bread's, bread's not, not fruit. fruit, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> you guys, <laughs> what a moron! <laughs> <laughs> banana bread's amazing. Yeah, it's banana amazing. bread's great. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. <sighs> and toast. Oh, oh yeah, oh brother. Oh. <laughs> Mm, so good tasty <laughs> good night frozen bananas <laughs> Fro- with chocolate dude, dude chocolate bananas. you're making me want a banana right now dude I can help you out <laughs> <laughs> oh god good night gamers bye, bye.